Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I'm so glad that each of you are here to go on in the things of God. We want to thank the Lord for his prevailing mercies and for his grace and power in our lives. Amen. We want to thank the Lord for touching our lives and our hearts, and we want to thank him for preserving us in these evil days. Amen. You know, saints, we're living in days where anything can happen at any given moment. And it's important that we remember to keep singing our war song during this season. Amen. We need Jesus to be a fence. Amen. (laughs) Anything could happen. You just happen to be stepping outside of your house and unexpected things might happen. So we want to thank the Lord for his angelic protection for us. He's He's provided for us. We want to thank him for his very own coverage for our lives. We want to thank him for all that he does for us. You see, God does a lot for us that we just don't see or know. But he keeps right on doing it. He keeps right on doing it because he loves us and because he cares for us. And because he wants us to become the overcomers that he planted us in the earth to be. Amen. So we want to thank Jesus Christ for all that he does for us. Amen. We want to thank him for all that he does for us. There is not a day, not one day, that we should go by without thanking him and giving him the praise that he is due. So the Lord knows how to take care of his own children. He knows how to handle our lives if we allow him to do so. And so as we learn more about what he desires from our lives, and as we seek to please him in every way, There is a grace release to touch us, to surround us, and to move us into the places and the blessing that he has for us. Amen? Amen. So we thank everybody that's that's come up, and we thank the Lord for all of those that are still coming. You know, the time is, um, I think, about to change, and people are in the uh, light is changing. And people are um, coming home, and it looks a little different outside. So we're going to be patient because some people are still trying to get home, okay? They're listening. They're listening uh, via their phones, but they're coming. Amen? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your continual protection over your people, especially when we're on the road and we're out in public and we are in this season that we are in. 
We thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus covering each one of us. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for the angels of God. We thank you for your patience and your power and your grace. Thank you, Lord. We thank you that as we grow, Lord, we know that we'll make mistakes, but your forgiving love supersedes our weaknesses. Yours, your grace to us, your love for us, expression of kindness and generosity supersedes our weaknesses. So we want to thank you, Father, for touching our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. We want to thank you for touching our lives in Jesus' name. I want to thank the Lord for um, for those of you who came up in the chat room on Wednesday and you followed your instructions so beautifully. The Lord thanks you too. Amen? Amen. God is good to us, saints. He's good to us. And his presence is with us. His very presence is in our midst. You know, it's not just words when he says that when two or three of you are gathered together in my name, there I will be in the midst. It's not just words. It's a reality. It's truth. He is here in our midst. And his sweet presence is here to comfort us. Because life can be kind of rough sometimes. It can kind of tumble you around. But if you know the Lord and trust him, He will make things right for us in due season. There are times, saints, when you will need to take a stand. And there will be those that feel the necessity to disagree with you and to come against you because of the position that you take. But if you walk in the love of God, If you actually obey his scriptures, no matter what you feel or think, God will vindicate you. God himself will vindicate you in due time. So it doesn't matter that people judge you or that they have opinions about you that are not scriptural or accurate or holy. The Lord himself will vindicate you if you do what is right. Amen? So we want to thank you, Lord, that you watch over every aspect of our lives. You don't miss a beat. So we're going to go on and we're going to pray, and God is going to move. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, non-denominational, internet church founded in the love of Jesus Christ. Amen? We want to thank God for entrusting us with this ministry. We want to thank him for leading us and guiding us and for developing us into the kinds of Christians that can actually go to heaven when we leave earth. Amen? There are a lot of people that are saying that they are Christians, but their lives do not line up with the word of God. They're calling themselves Christians, but they're not really scriptural Christians. 
They're just calling themselves that. And it's important that we all know not to take that for granted. When someone says they're a Christian, we need to look further than what they said because we may discover that they don't line up with the word and that we have aligned ourselves with someone that is completely out of God's order and has become an enemy of Christ. You know, I told you not too long ago about the saint who uh, was getting treatments from this uh, woman that said she was a Christian. You know, she was getting some uh, medical treatment done. And later on, down the road, as conversation takes place, she discovers that the woman is actually worshiping God. Saints, you just can't believe people when they say they're Christians. Oh, I was on Facebook, and so-and-so and so-and-so, and and she's a Christian. And I'm like, you don't know that. Not only do you not know it, but you did not do what this ministry says that you must do. Part of our policy is that people, customs, traditions, situations have to be vetted by the Holy Spirit before you can apply them to your life. We post it right in the chat room. Every Wednesday and every Friday, we post it right in the chat room. Every Wednesday and every Friday. Amen? We don't leave you out in the cold. It says, warning, definition, that, to examine, investigate, or evaluate in a thorough or expert way. Saints. You are not allowed to take persons or practices or customs or traditions into your personal life which have not been vetted by God the Holy Spirit. It's part of our policy. It's part of the policy of this ministry. The Holy Spirit said that that's the way it is. And so you can't just assume that people are Christians because they say they are. There are a lot of frauds out there. They're calling themselves Christians, but that's not really the truth. Amen? They're calling themselves Christians, but it's simply not the truth. If you have never uh, gone in the chat room and read our policies, they are posted before every service on Wednesday and Friday. They are posted so you will clearly understand. Amen? So, saints, we want to thank the Lord that he has taken the time to give us this warning. He doesn't want us to be ignorant of Satan and his devices. Everybody that says they're Christian are not Christians, okay? They're just not. And you shouldn't be gullible. Remember we talked about that word before? You're easy to be deceived. Why? Because you're doing something. You're following a desire, inclination, or some thought pattern that God's not approving. 
You're seeking companionship with people that God doesn't want you interacting with. And then you're taking on this this idea that you automatically uh, need to pray for them. And when you pray for them, you get attacked by the devil. Well, saints, let me tell you, if that's happened to you, God didn't appoint you to pray for that person. He didn't commission you to do so. You're out there doing this in the flesh. You have no commission from God to do that. You go hop on Facebook. You don't know a soul. You're up there uh, trolling, basically. I don't know what you're looking for, but whatever it is, you need to stop. Amen? And so you meet this person that says there's a Christian, and you decided you're going to pray for them. God didn't tell you to. The Holy Spirit didn't anoint you to. What are you doing? And so when you get attacked, then you decide that you need to uh, you you need me in it. No, you had no business doing that. God didn't tell you to do that. You know, I, I've repeatedly uh, reminded us all that Proverbs three verses five through seven is pivotal in the life of a Christian. If the Holy Spirit didn't call you to do that, you don't have any business doing it. And some of us are so eager to do certain things that we get ourselves in trouble. Amen. We're so eager to jump out there, oh, I got to go get this one. I got to get that one. I got to go. No, if God didn't send you, then don't do it. We've already discussed. We've studied Jesus Christ in his life and that he went where the Father sent him. He said what the Father told him to say. He didn't attempt to minister to anybody that the Father didn't directly send him to minister to. He went out of his way to minister to those that the Father sent him to. So, you know, a lot of people eager to do what they think is right instead of following the Father's directions led by the Holy Spirit, they decide they're going to jump out there and say something and do something. And they get themselves in trouble, too. So, saints, if that's been you, repent and then get back in your lane. Get back in your lane and stay in your lane. You see? Because you're liable to be walking directly into a witchcraft coven doing that. It's just too many of them. And there are also these fellowships and churches that are not completely Christian. They're not. They've got Christianese smeared on, like the frosting on a cupcake. But underneath, they've got some cultural religion of their own that they're trying to mix right in. And holiness, Christendom, Christianity isn't mixed with anything else. It does not mix with Judaism. The Jews rejected Jesus Christ. There is no mixture. Amen? There is no mixture. Amen? No, you can't mix being a Christian with being a Mormon. Amen? Either you're a Christian or you're a Mormon. 
can't mix Christianity with whatever the customs are uh, from that uh, religion in Haiti. No, you're either fully Christian or you got tribal religion. And there are other different kinds of tribes from all over the world. Now that we have all these people flooding into the United States, we got all kinds of stuff here. And you cannot mix Christianity with everything you find outside your front door. No, you cannot mix Christianity with Buddha. It doesn't work. Buddha is Buddha. Jesus is Jesus. There's no mixing. Amen? Buddha is Buddha. Jesus is Jesus. And that's the way that goes. Amen? That's the way that goes. So I want you to know and to understand that there is no mixture with any other religion in the world. You cannot mix whatever it is the Chinese do that are not Christians, because there are Christian Chinese persons. You can't mix that with Christianity. I don't care what you do when you travel on a trip to other countries to go investigate what they do. You can't mix that with Christianity, saints. You cannot mix Freemasonry with Christianity. Freemasonry has what it has as a God. Christianity has Jesus Christ and the Godhead. All right? So now do we all understand that? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I hope we understand. I hope that we do. But if you do, if you don't, then God will help you. You can't mix witchcraft with Christianity. The two do not mix. There is no emulsifying agent to mix witchcraft and the occult with Christianity. You just can't do that. Amen? So I'm hoping that everyone will get an understanding that Christianity is directly linked, and Jesus Christ is the center of Christianity. The Godhead is the center of Christianity. You can't have all these other offshoots. Amen? Praise God. So, thank you, Father, for that. I hadn't planned on talking about that, but thank you. We need clear understanding these days. Amen. We need clear understanding. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, pleading the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over ourselves, thanking you for the cleansing of the blood of Jesus and the washing in the word of God. Thank you for the washing in the word of God. Thank you for washing us clean. Thank you for touching our hearts and our minds. We thank you, Father. That you are great in forgiveness and faithfulness to us. Father, we repent 
before your throne. For open doors, which we have not gotten around to closing yet, open doors in our lives, places where the enemy can infiltrate. We ask you to forgive us, Lord, and to cover those areas as we come to them, to deal with them. And everyone that wants their prayers to apply to their life said amen. Amen. Lord, sometimes it's difficult, but at every time, you can help us. Amen. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's challenging. But every time, you're our help. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Walking in the word is a joy. It's a joyful journey with Father in the name of Jesus. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. When we go, your word will lead us. When we sleep, your word will keep us. When we awaken, your word will talk with us. Your word is truly a lamp and a light for us. Thank you for your word, which imparts faith to our heart. As we believe your word, you fill us with all joy and peace, and we abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we will not let your word depart from our mouth as we meditate upon its truth day and night. We will walk in your word daily, and we know you will fulfill your promise to make our way prosperous and to fill our lives with good success. Heavenly Father, your wonderful word gives us life because it is the word of life. It reminds us that death and life are in the power of our tongue and that when we speak your word, we speak forth life into our own heart and the hearts of others. As we continue to hold forth your word, Lord, help us to rejoice as in the day of Christ, knowing that our labor is never in vain in you, Father. Help us to always be a doer of your word, not only a hearer. By keeping, by obeying your word, we realize that your love is made perfect in us. Give us your grace, Lord, to be both a doer and a keeper of your word. Lord, your way is perfect and your word is tried. You are our mighty buckler and we put our trust in you. We know your word will never return to you without it having its desired effect. Thank you for your word, Father, and help us to keep on walking in your word. Heavenly Father, we want to live by every word that comes from your mouth. Your word is wonderful to us. It is quick, powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword. We will walk in the light of your word every day of our life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Amen. We will walk in your word. Thanks. I'm happy to know that as we are learning the words, we're gaining faith in our God. As we are learning the word, we're finding out what God is saying he will do for us, and we're beginning more and more to trust him to do what he says to do. We're trusting him more and more to do exactly what he says he will do. Keep doing that. Keep trusting him more and more to do exactly what he says he will do. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, power, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, his powers, and his wicked works in Jesus' name. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporting, watching, peeping, whispering, familiar, electronic, digital, technology demons and their attacks, Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing Kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, all unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and all sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, drone spirits and their attacks, the Havana syndrome, we bind, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, quartum spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger and their attacks, all targeted radio frequencies, pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent. We're binding all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and their components, everything coming from outer spaces we turn, from every orbit, from every planet, from any station on any planet, through any satellite, through the cell towers, through our electronic devices in Jesus' name. We bind you, Satan, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks, 
designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Which are, hallelujah. Thank you. Binding electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We're binding all the voices of the stranger and their attack, targeted radio frequencies, and we are binding all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals, and their intent. We're overturning and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, indigenous groups in Jesus' name, coven in the name of Jesus Christ. Every coven of witches, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, divinators, shamans, witch doctors, we bind those covens in the name of Jesus. We bind global cabals in the name of Jesus Christ. And all the organizations and their plans, their purposes, their motives that make up what is called the Illuminati, we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid them to continue their work, and we cage their works in Jesus' holy name. We want to thank you, Lord, that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Thank you, Lord. Authority, dominion, and power over every order of magic and mystic arts. And we bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the work of every Druid in Jesus' name. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, low levels of dopamine, we bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return its powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandel effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phase of the moon. We particularly take authority, dominion, and power over all rituals and sacrifices done during this season, in Jesus' name, we bind the works of the enemies. We bind every blood sacrifice, in Jesus' name. Every financial sacrifice, every sexual sacrifice, in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, thank you. Amen. Holy Spirit, thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We bind all spiders in their webs, 
trapping in the, them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the grove, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, monitor, track, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. Food lust, addictions, gluttony. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe fantasy, la-la land, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerologies, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressor, and the spirits and the children of disobedience. We return to sender according to the covenant. All and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, Vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling the satellites and against the website in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Father, for that. We give you the praise. Thank you. Ooh, thank you, Lord. We... Bind all martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We chain him with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, Deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, idle mind, unfocused mind, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. Thank you, Lord. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilic, Molech, Python, Baphomet, Neptune, Atlas, Zeus, Apollyon, Mammon, Kali. All gods and goddesses, Isis, On, Osiris, all false deities, permit 72. 
and we chained them with eternal chains under darkness, send them into the spiritual cage, to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We're breaking the powers of every Masonic ritual in Jesus' name, every ceremony, pledge, pact, vow, and all of their works in Jesus' name, and we disconnect ourselves from them. We undo the works of every demonic weapon, fireball, poison, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, designs, signals, and we return their works, all of their works, Father, to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. And we know during this season, Father, they've upped the ante. They've upped the ante, Lord. They've moved into areas they are that are total ungodly. They are causing confusion. Confusion and disarray on every turn. They are causing despair and hopelessness to people that were moving forward. But we take authority, dominion, and power over those spirits in the heavenlies, over those powers, principalities, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places that are causing this disruption and disheat in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over those who are calling for the golem, the golem, to, to be this 10-foot size um, uh, deliverer. For the Jewish people, it is sin. It is sin in the Jewish religion. It's sin against Jesus Christ. Lord, you are their Messiah, and there is no substitute for you. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Father, we thank you for the truth coming forth in Jesus' name. We thank you for your light coming forth in the name of Jesus. Scattering the darkness in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything that has been hidden must come to light in Jesus' name. Ooh, hallelujah. Everything that is hidden must come to light in Jesus' holy name. Everything, everything that is done in the dark must come to the light. Everything that is hidden, everything that is obscured must come into the light in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for revealing what has been done in darkness. 
Ringe de Rebrisha la de Yosula de Diakar Gudi Rebrisha Runge de Rebrisha la de Yosula la de Yokura Ikama Rusa la de Diakse de Rebrisha de Diosula la de Rebrisha la de Yosula de Diosula Rike de Nibrusha Rula de Diasanda de Rikada Rukotorabri Rike de Rebrisha la de Yosunda de Rike la de Diosula de Diosuri Ri de Rushe Guru Gore Katarabri Rak Gore Kisa Tarabrisa Tarabrika de Diosula Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up before you all of those who are coming against us as an army. We know that you will handle them. We thank you, Lord, that the angel of the Lord will scatter them and deal with them according to your will. We thank you, Lord, for showing them up to be what they really are in Jesus' holy name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for us. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we give you praise, glory, and honor for the unveiling, the truth, the revelation of who they are, what their mission is, what they've been appointed to do against us by Satan. As enemy against Jesus Christ and against his kingdom and against his followers. We thank you, Lord. We bind every spirit connected to Freemasonry. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, and Freemasonry. We bind the rituals of the secret societies in Jesus' name. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions and the spirits that were familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the work of errors, and we bind being misled, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control. We bind the spirit of slumber in Jesus' name. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, especially those, Lord, that were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place. 
those that have been captured, Father, and they are being held captive by the enemy in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We thank you, Father. We cut ourselves free, Lord, from every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us, or comes through our devices in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over the demons, Lord, that come against us through our neighbors in Jesus' name. We bind every single demon, and we flood their mouths. We gag their mouths. We muzzle their mouths. We mute their voices with the blood of Jesus. Father, sometimes the battle is not ours. It's actually yours. And, Lord, we hand our neighbors over to you. We hand our neighbors over to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. They attempt to gang up on us, Father, but we send division into the enemy camp in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for dealing with our neighbors according to the scriptures in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. For every scripture that declares what you will do on behalf of your loved ones, on behalf of the children of God, against the enemy in Jesus' name. We bind the evil works of our neighbors and we bind their wicked flesh in Jesus' name. Break it in Jesus' name. A thousand shall fall at our side and ten thousand at the, our right hand, but it shall not come nigh to us. Only with our eyes shall we behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because we have made the Lord, which is our refuge, even the most high, our habitation. There shall no evil befall us, neither shall any plague come nigh our dwelling. For you shall give your angels charge over us to keep us in all of our ways. Thank you, Lord, for your angels that you have assigned to us, Lord. Thank you for your own very protection over us, Father. Thank you for turning all of their wicked methods of witchcraft and occultism back. We return it to sender in advance. We return it to sender in advance. We return it to sender in advance in Jesus' name. We raise the shield of faith that quenches all, all, all the fiery darts of the wicked in Jesus' name. We break the power of every sacrifice they have done or plan to do. (laughs) 
Plead our cause, O Lord, with them that strive against us. Fight against them that fight against us. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for our help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute us. Say unto our souls, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after our souls. Let them be turned back and brought to that devise our hurt. Let them be as chaff before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause have they hid for us their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for our souls. Let destruction come upon them at unawares and let the net that they have hid catch themselves. Into that very destruction, let them fall in Jesus' name. So, Father, we thank you that your word stands true. And the heightened warfare that is being launched against your people, O God, you have prepared us for it. Our faith is in you and our eyes are upon you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for protecting your people. We thank you, Lord, for giving us creative methods of dealing with the enemy in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you. You tell us, Lord, in the word that as much as within us lies to live at peace with all men, this we do. Hallelujah. So we defer this attack. To the Lord God of war himself. To him who is our Savior, our Lord, and our Deliverer. We thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We cover ourselves, our mode of transportation. We take authority, dominion, and power over everything that comes into contact or crosses paths with our transportation means. Even if we're walking in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves, our property, with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anything trying to get into our dreams. We bind you out in the name of Jesus Christ. We are covered under the blood of Jesus Christ. We are covered under the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus is a fence all around us every day. We thank you, Lord for the wall of protection that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you, Lord. We pull out our fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, anything coming from the demonic realm. You've given us power and authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. Nothing. We return it, whatever it is. We pull it out now. And we send it back in the name of Jesus Christ, whatever it may be. We tear down and destroy 
ungodly silver cords and ley lines and sever from ourself ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy, hallelujah, thank you, Holy Spirit. We tear down walls of protection and false shields of protection around warlocks, witches, wizards, Satanists, globalists, shamans, nanotechnology, witch doctors, and such, divinators, psychics, we break the powers of their charms, love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, fetishes. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, as we spend our finances, as we spend our money, we ask that you help us, Lord, not to spend our monies with occultic or demonic uh, agents. Oh, she. Entities that we are not certain of one way or the other, we ask that you steer us into paths of righteousness for your namesake. That our monies are not contaminated by connections ungodly realm in Jesus' name. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over our purchases and over our plans for purchases. We cut our plans free from the enemy in Jesus' name. We cut our plans free from the enemy in Jesus' name. We cut our plans free from deception and lies and false advertising and wicked ways and greed and avarice and covetousness in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind our rukata. Uh, we separate our funds from swindlers in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, and charm. Witchcraft, death, bewitchment, psychic thoughts and prayers, brain frequency meditations, potions, jinxes, all mind control, magic, sorcery, charms, destruction, torment, sickness, pain, incense, incense and candle burning, incantations, chanting, root work, tribal rituals and sins, crystals, hoodoo, and everything from the occult. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, with the sword of the Spirit. We cut ourselves free. We cut ourselves free from the sin and iniquities of others that we must work with in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We cut ourselves free from the sins and iniquities of those that we must work with in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We return to sender. 
spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, evil powers, blindness, bondage, fear, and heaviness in Jesus' name. Ungodly yokes in the name of Jesus Christ. We break them and destroy them in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for using us during this hour that your will might be done in Jesus' name. Father, we pray that your will be done, not ours, as in heaven, so in earth, in Jesus' name. And we loose the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord over every member of Miracle Internet Church, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. We want to thank the Lord for what he's doing. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, saints, tonight we're going to have a little chat again. God wants to talk about this. God wants to talk about this. Now, saints, in your own private time, remember... To ask the Lord to forgive you for open doors that you have that you don't even realize they're open doors yet. You haven't gotten to that yet. Asking him to cover you in those places. Amen? Amen. You know, we're busy here, there, working, doing whatever we're doing, and sometimes we slip. It's important that you keep your repentance current during this time. It's essential that during the high days, And seasons of this nature, especially when all of these holidays come up that are not centered in Jesus Christ and all these celebrations that the world has, that you stay centered in Christ and that you keep your repentance current by all means in Jesus' name. Our featured psalm is Psalm 26, and our verse for meditation comes from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 11. Our featured ebook is Faith Builders Bible Study. Faith, sight, sees eternal things. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Tonight, we're going to talk about strong heart and mind. Strong heart and mind. Now, saints, we've we've sort of covered this topic a few other times, but God is really emphasizing this right now. And he wants us to really get it. He's really trying to drive um, the point home, so to speak. And so open your hearts and listen to what God is saying, because he has something to say to us tonight. Saints, if your heart and mind are strong and victorious, you will be victorious. Think about that. If your heart and mind are strong and victorious, you will be victorious. But if your heart and mind are weak, you will be weak. This is not only a fact, but it is true. 
as we have been learning to live in a victorious mind, in a strong mind and heart, we must rise in the power and grace of the Holy Spirit. We've been learning, God's been teaching us with message to live in a victorious mind and in a strong mind and heart. But in order to do that, we have to rise in the power and grace of the Holy Spirit. We must learn to discipline our minds by resisting Satan. We must learn to discipline our minds by resisting Satan. Amen? We must learn to take control of our thoughts. We must learn to take control of our own will. We must learn to take control over our own emotions. We must learn to take control over our own desires. Why, Pastor? Why do we have to do this? It sounds like a challenge. Well, we must learn to take responsibility for and control over our own desires. But why, you say? Well, let's go to the book of James, chapter 1. The book of James, chapter 1, will help us to see just one of the reasons. There are many of them. Just one of the reasons that we must do this. We must need to be do this. It's not optional. It's how we grow. Amen? It's not optional. It's how we grow. James chapter 1, beginning with verse 13. James chapter 1, beginning with verse 13. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Every man, every single person is tempted how? When they are drawn away of their own lust and enticed. Then when lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Pretty important reason. When someone wants to do wrong, it is never God who is tempting them. It's not God trying to tempt them to do wrong. The key to doing wrong lies within them. Amen. The key to the wrongdoing lies within them. And quite often they are rebelling against God. Amen. God never wants us to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone 
else to do sin. God is holy. That would be outside of his character and nature. Temptation is the pull of man's own evil thoughts and wishes. Temptation is the pull of man's own evil thoughts and wishes. These evil thoughts lead to evil actions and afterwards to the death penalty from God. Evil desires, evil thoughts, evil actions, they cause us problems. So we're going to work on that area with the Lord. So we must learn to take responsibility for and control over our own attitudes. Our own attitudes and bring them under the control of the Holy Spirit and in harmony and agreement with the word of God. Yes, it can be done. Through Christ, we can do this. When we fail in this learning and fail to take action in these areas, we adopt a passive mind. In a passive mind, we fail to resist Satan. So God is reminding us yet again that we cannot, you know, just idly take it and don't worry about it. We can't not resist Satan. We must needs be resist him. It's part of our command from our Lord and Savior to resist Satan. We must resist him. So, Pastor, you're saying that when I have a wicked thought, emotion, desire, or attitude, and I don't do anything like binding or something else about it, I am sinning with a passive attitude as mine? Yes, that is correct. I'll say it again. When you have a wicked thought, emotion, desire, attitude, and you don't do anything about it, you are in sin with a passive attitude and a passive mind. It's sin. It's not it's not just something we need to avoid. It is actually sin. Going along to get along is a passive mind which must be repented of. It requires repentance. You can't circumvent it or pretend it didn't happen, or cover it up with a rug. It won't work. Amen? A passive mind and attitude is a certain path to certain defeat. When we have a passive attitude and mind, we allow Satan to attack us. That's right. When we have a passive mind, and a passive attitude, we actually allow Satan to attack us. Yes, we actually allow Satan to attack. What a picture this is. 
There you are, all dressed in shining armor, and Satan arrives to attack. And you sit down on the ground and do absolutely nothing about it. Seriously, Satan begins to thrash you about and really put a whooping on you. And you just let him do anything he wants. He's beating you down, slapping you all over the place, and yet you do nothing at all. You act as though nothing is happening at all. So he changed you, and you let him do it. He drags you around for sport, and you whine and cry not going to work. Someone who is no longer in this ministry once said to me, so you have to bind demons all the time? Well, saints, you'll either learn to take power over yourself and authority over the demons, or they will ruin you. It's your choice, of course. You see, there's some people that really don't want to press and do spiritual warfare. They want it to come easy. They don't want to press in and get down to the root causes of the problem. They don't want to ferret the sin out of their lives. They don't want to dig around in their own backyard with the Lord. They don't want to go before the Lord for an examination about, Lord, what can I do about this? I'm being taught that I have to resist the devil. What do you expect me to do about this situation? There are who don't want to fight the devil, who don't want to fight the good fight of faith, or take responsibility and power over their own sin and flesh. They just don't care. They don't want to recast sermons which they miss. They don't want to apply the teaching and scriptures to their own lives. They don't want to fast with us. They don't want to change. They just want to live for their own pleasure, and they persuade other double-minded souls to join them in their rebellion against Jesus Christ. Are you one of them? If you participate in this rebellion against Jesus Christ, your mind will be filled with wrong thoughts, carnal and selfish desires, fear, worry, doubt, sin, you will become backslidden. You will become defeated. Many of us have never attempted this before, this taking responsibility for over our very own self. But that's what Jesus calls us to do. He's empowered us to do just that. 
Amen? You see, there are battles in your life that you're going to have to take a strong stand against yourself. What do you mean, Pastor? I mean, you're going to have to tell yourself no and make it stick. You're going to have to restrain your own self. You're going to have to rebuke your own self. That's right. You're going to have to not let yourself get away with some things. Amen. You're going to have to put a muzzle on your mouth, your own mouth. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So many of us have never attempted this before. And with taking the responsibility and control over ourselves, we have to answer to the Lord for when we do and when we don't. We can't be inconsistent with it. Amen. Praise the Lord. This taking responsibility for and control over our very own selves, it can appear to be quite a challenge. Remember, saints, that God the Holy Spirit wants you to become an overcomer. Very much so. John chapter 4, verse 4. First John chapter 4, verse 4. First John chapter 4, verse 4. First John chapter 4, verse 4. You see, saints, you've come to the point now that you can't say to the Lord, well, they, they made me do this. Look, look at what they did, and look at what they did. And look, no, that's not going to work anymore, try to use. Now it's what did you do? How did you react? How did you respond? What did you say? How did you handle it? Ooh. Amen? You know, remember the little child, he's learning how to walk? And he's been bumping into the furniture. So you go, bad furniture, bad coffee table. He hit the baby. Bad, bad coffee table. He hit the baby. Well, now we're not doing that anymore. Now it's pay attention to where you're going. Get on up from there crying and pay attention to what you're doing. You can't blame the coffee table anymore. You have to take responsibility for not paying attention. Amen. First John chapter 4, verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Well, those heathen over there, they didn't know 
You're the one with the power of God in you. You're the one who knows five scriptures. Amen? Amen. So it is. Jesus taught us that the Holy Spirit is the secret of becoming an overcomer. And he is. Let's go to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. Acts, the book of Acts in the New Testament, chapter 1, verse 8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Hmm? And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. See, you've got power because the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And with that power, you're supposed to be able to take responsibility and accountability for you. That's right. Amen. With that power, have to overcome. You can't blame it on the coffee table anymore. Amen. The Apostle Paul believed that we all can be an overcomer. He believed it and we should believe it too. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. Philippians Chapter 4, verse 13. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Sit with me, saints. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Let's read it again together. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Do all things. Through Christ, which strengtheneth me. So I can take responsibility and control over my emotions. I can take responsibility and control over my mouth. I can take responsibility and control over my attitude, over my thoughts, over my desires. Amen? That's what God's saying. That's what the Lord is saying. The Holy Spirit has given us the word of God as a weapon against our enemy. So we've given you boot camp scriptures. I mean, we gave you a whole lot of them. Actually do have to use them, though. Amen? Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We've given them to you. 
There are others, but we've given you quite a bit to work with. You're on. You've got the power of the Holy Ghost. You've learned five scriptures. Now it's time to put it together, to put it into action, to overcome in your own life. You see, there are people who want to run out and minister, but they've never overcome self yet. You see, that's the first ministry. You have to overcome self. You know, Jesus encouraged us to begin to die to self. Tell self no and make it stick. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit uses the word of God to develop the nature of an overcomer within us. Let's go to Second Timothy. Second Timothy chapter three. Second Timothy chapter three, beginning with verse fifteen. Second Timothy chapter three, beginning with verse fifteen. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. It is profitable for doctrine, for for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. You're supposed to be overcomers. Amen? We all are. But say, will you allow him to raise you up to be an overcomer? Will you? Many opportunities have come your way, and some of them you chose to ignore. Oh, the Holy Spirit is still waiting for you to make. That's right. But will you do that? You have been given the opportunity of this life to make better choices and prove who Jesus Christ is and that he lives in you. But will you use these opportunities to his glory? Who embraces passive mind does not exercise control over his mind, over his thoughts, over his will, over his emotions or desires. These defeated saints so listen to Satan when he brings thoughts of fear, doubt, worry, lust, defeat, or any number of unrighteous ideas but especially thoughts, plans, and desires which God has neither authorized nor approved. Mm-hmm. But as 
especially thoughts of plans and desires which God has neither authorized nor approved. Instead of immediately launching aggressive resistance, the passive saint endures the attack without any resistance. Not even so much as a blood song. You can hum the song at work, saints. You can hum the song. You can hum them. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19. Ephesians 5 and verse 19. Speaking to yourself. Speaking to yourself. Song and hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Amen? This is a part of what we are called to do. This is a battle strategy that we ought to use. Amen? This is a part of the battle strategy that we surely ought to use more often. And I'm going to go so far as to say, when you're in a conversation that's gotten a little heated and somebody has had too much to say, this ought to turn the boat around. Amen. 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 It's real things. We live in a real world. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. Psalm 8, verse 2. Psalm 8, verse 2. Psalm 8, verse 2. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemy, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. So we have a war song for this season. And this season lasts all the way into the new year. It covers all those um, holidays, regardless of they were man-made or not. Amen. We have a war song that covers this season, and we're learning it. Amen? We're learning. Why? Because we're going to need it. 
We're going to need it. Passive mind is a mind that is spiritually inactive. You know, all dressed up and sitting in the dugout. All dressed up and sitting in the dugout. Hmm. How do you know if you are a passive-minded saint? Well, a passive-minded saint doesn't make enough effort or any real effort to exert spiritual power over the thoughts and tries to plant in the mind. Also, the passive-minded saint does not make any effort to fill his heart with the word of God. Likewise, the passive-minded saint does not discipline himself to study the word consistently. Nor does he enter a scripture into the MIC chat room to encourage other saints as well as himself. Amen. The passive-minded saint does not consistently exercise his own will to bring his actions in line with God's word. Saints, without a strong foundation in the word of God, we are not able to determine the difference between truth and error. This kind of saint accepts anything that anyone says, and every kind of concept, trend, or idea without checking to see if it lines up with the scriptures. Amen. So let's go to Acts chapter 17, verse 11. Acts chapter 17, verse 11. Acts. Chapter 17, verse 11. And this scripture helps us to see more clearly the kind of saint God wants us to be. It says, and these were more noble than those in Thessalonica. Well, what made them more noble? In that they received the word with all readiness of mind daily whether those things were so. Well, this scripture has a broader implication than that. Most people do not critique all the information that comes into them during the course of a day. They just take it and run with it. But saints, that can be detrimental not only to us in the natural, but in the spirit realm as well. We need to be like these saints, that they went back to the scriptures to see if that's really the truth. Amen. That's important. Amen. That's important. Casual conversation, you cannot come into agreement with every spirit. Words are spirit. 
Remember, saints, the extent to which we allow Satan to have access into our minds and to control our thoughts is the degree to which he has control over us. We allow our spiritual senses to become dulled and inactive, and we become vulnerable to every attack of the enemy when we can then we can then we eventually lose control over our thoughts and our will. We've got to keep our spiritual edge. We're living in the last days. We cannot afford to be lackadaisical in our warfare. Our warfare is essential to our success, and we are called to be successful in Christ. Can you agree with me? We are called to be successful in Christ. Amen. Mm-hmm. So we should make the effort to be that successful in Christ. But let a man examine himself. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. If we would examine ourselves, then we can go to God and say, Lord, how do you evaluate me in this area? Judge me in this area of my life. Judge me in this area of my life. I need to know where I stand. Amen. Praise God. I pray that we learn something tonight. And um, that we are actually going to apply. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Area code 250. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Pastor Sabrina? Yes. Um. A lot of really terrible, terrible things have happened to me. Um, I think Satan has turned me into a witch, and I don't know how to get away from him. I don't know how to get away from this. I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what to do. The first night he made me, like, billions and billions of demons came into me, like billions, and they made me, like, have sex and... 
and make these like horrible, horrible witch cackles. And it must have scared the whole neighborhood. And, and then, and then, and then I just admitted myself into the hospital because I couldn't take it. And since, well, they punished me for coming to the hospital. They sent like three, three or four waves of, of, of just don't just um, dystonia or I can't remember what the word was but just to be in shock and to drive me crazy and and then four other waves of of those billions of those billions of those demons and I don't know why I know is this God's judgment on me what do I do let's 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 go back a little bit what happened before this this incident or these incidents what happened before that? Well, I was awake for like 10 or 12 12 days because I couldn't sleep because demons just kept coming and, and and Jesus kept oh I lost the Holy Spirit before that before that I lost the Holy Spirit and then okay back Jesus up said, hold on hold yeah. on back up how did how did you lose the holy spirit well the the lord gave me a dream that i had fornicated in 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 in, in the midst of the holy spirit and then also you know how i also used to see see demons well god judged me on that saying that it wasn't a gift from of discerning a spirit that, that it was a gift from witchcraft, and I didn't know that, and that I'd elevated those spirits above God, and so, and of course I woke up in the middle of the night and repented. I was so grieved. I repented with all of my heart, all of my heart. I, all of my heart. I did, but, but still, it wasn't. I guess it was too late. The Lord and all, the Lord came like about a week later, and He said, He said, He said, today you have been found wanting, and you're going to die. And I thought, I thought it was going to be a physical death, but no, Jesus came Himself, and He took He took the Holy Spirit from me, so it was a spiritual death. And then. And then after that, like I was already sick because I was getting hit left, right, and center from demons. <laughs> but the, the the barrages of demons would come, like they would come, and, and Jesus would be there with me. Like sometimes he would show me how to use a shield, and some one time he was in the middle of the shield, and and then for some reason one day he just like in the middle of all these barrages, you know, he, he, he just took all my protection away. And I don't know why he did that. I don't know why he, I don't know why he did that. But, and now. Okay. I almost, sorry, I lost 70 pounds and I lost 70 pounds in, in, in quite a short amount of time. And I was very dehydrated and I actually stopped drinking because I didn't think I was going to live. I didn't think it, but then something in me said to start drinking again. So I started drinking again. And um, I don't know. 
Okay. Now, tell me about this church you were attending. Are you still going there? No, I'm too weak. I'm in the hospital. I'm 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 actually a war. Um, they they said that, that I'm not even allowed to leave. I'm not even allowed to leave the hospital. Mhm. Like they they committed me. Okay. Well, has your pastor been to see you? His his son came. And but they don't believe they don't believe that I lost the Holy Spirit. They don't they don't believe that. They don't believe what I'm telling them. They don't believe that 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 you know that all the the pentagrams are all over me and these stupid stars are all over me swirling on my head. I keep brushing it away, but like they don't believe that. For some for, for for some reason it was gonna start becoming active last night again, and then somehow I managed to like maybe repent enough I don't know what but it it stopped it stopped from from becoming activated again again last night. So 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 they don't understand anything they they just think I'm crazy. They don't understand okay. anything of what's going on. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift her to you. And the Bible says to the uttermost, Jesus says, Kita 
you said, Lord, that you would not brush aside those who come to you. You will in no wise cast them aside. So, Father, we want to thank you that your word is true and that we can depend on your word. Yes. Amen. We can depend on your word. His word is true. Can I give the Holy Spirit back, Pastor Sabrina? I believe that the God who loves you has never left you. Really? Really. Okay. 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 Hey, All thank right. you for answering my phone call. You're welcome. God bless you. We'll talk to you again later. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Amen. Thank you, Lord. 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 Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your miraculous power is here for your people. No matter what has happened to us, you are here for us, Lord. You never leave us nor forsake us. So we can say that the Lord is our helper. We don't have to fear what man might do to us. So, Father, we ask you to release your comfort to both mother and daughter in Jesus' name. Now, saints, I want to say something to you, and I want you to pay close attention to what I'm saying. When we come together, it's important for us to stay focused, and it's important for us to be in agreement. It's important for us to stay focused, and it's important for us to stay in agreement. Why? You just heard why. You just heard why. You see, when we are focused and when we are in agreement, we have power against the enemy. Amen? Just keep that in mind. Praise the Lord. Just keep that in mind. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen, 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 and amen. Amen. Oh, I know what I'm not doing right. Amen. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your mercy and your grace. 
Your mercy endureth forever. Now, saints, we're going to keep praying for her and her mom, all right? If it were you, you would want us to pray for you. Let's not be so caught up in our own lives and what we need to do that we fail to pray the way God has called us to. Amen? We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the family of a Nevada woman who died after purchasing do-it-yourself abortion drugs from a Planned Parenthood facility that resulted in her having a septic abortion is suing a hospital where she was seen by a doctor prior to her death, arguing that she died due to negligence by the hospital, not the abortion clinic. Aliana Dixon, 24, who was married and the mother of a now one-year-old son, made an appointment at Planned Parenthood on September 22nd, 2022, to obtain Ms. Pristone and Ms. Prosetol, the two drugs used in the chemical abortion pill regimen. A few days later, the young woman died due to complications from a sepsis infection, which can be fatal. According to the Merck Manual, septic abortions usually result from use of non-sterile techniques for uterine evacuation after induced or spontaneous abortion. Septic abortions are much more common after induced abortion done by untrained practitioners or the pregnant woman herself without adequate surgical equipment and sterile preparation. As the Las Vegas Review-Journal reported, Dixon's family filed a complaint alleging negligence on the part of Dignity Health St. Rose Dominican Blue Diamond and one of the doctors there. According to the complaint, Four days after Dixon obtained the abortion drugs, she started experiencing vaginal bleeding and a sharp pain in her lower abdomen. Dr. Hayden Mag, according to the complaint, did not consult an OBGYN before discharging Dixon, nor did he conduct a pelvic exam. The next day, Dixon went to Desert View Regional Medical Center, where she reported suffering from abdominal pain, vomiting, and diarrhea. Dixon died early the next morning before being transferred to Summerlin Hospital Medical Center, providing safe, high-quality care to our communities is our highest priority, and we would like to express our deepest sympathy to the family of Ms. Dixon for their loss. Consistent with patient privacy laws and hospital policy, we do not comment on pending lawsuits. A Dignity Health spokesperson said, Katie Daniels, State Policy Director for the pro-life organization Susan B. Anthony Pro-Life America, called for an investigation into the woman's death. Not only Ms. Dixon's family, but the American people deserve answers. Any woman considering taking abortion pills 
must at least receive accurate medical information, not abortion lobby PR designed to maximize profits, Daniel said in a statement. Yet Nevada's radical pro-abortion laws lack almost any protections for babies in the womb or their mothers, she continued. According to the pro-abortion Gut Meitcher Institute, Nevada's laws as of June 2022 allow abortion up to 24 weeks and beyond that in some instances. In May, Republican Governor Joe Lombardo codified an existing executive, executive order that prevents medical boards and commissions from disqualifying providers who perform abortions. In addition, state agencies are barred from helping with out-of-state investigation that could result in women facing prosecution for traveling to Nevada for an abortion. The pro-life state policy director also demanded that the Food and Drug Administration under President Joe Biden be held accountable for eliminating safety standards for abortion drugs and allowing women to obtain them without an in-person doctor visit. Abortion pills are dangerous and do not belong on the market, Daniel added. As previously reported in August, the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals upheld a Texas federal court decision to restore the FDA's pre-2016 regulations for the abortion pill while leaving the FDA's 2000 approval of the drug in place. The U.S. Supreme Court had previously allowed the abortion pill to remain on the market amid ongoing litigation. In loosening the drug's safety restrictions, FDA failed to address several important concerns about whether the drug would be safe for women to use it. The court opinion, written by Judge Jennifer Walker Elrod, states, it failed to consider the cumulative effect of removing several important safeguards at the same time. Sue Libel, Director of State Affairs and Midwest Regional Director at SBA Pro-Life America warned earlier this month that an FDA regulatory change to allow retail pharmacies to dispense abortion pill prescriptions would threaten women's health. The pro-life advocate cited a 2009 study that found chemical abortions have four times the complication rate of surgical abortions. She also cited a 2021 peer-reviewed longitudinal study conducted by the Charlotte Lozer Institute, the research arm for SBA Pro-Life America. In the study, researchers found the rate of emergency room visits after a chemical abortion increased by over 500% from 2002 through 2015. We are thanking the righteous judge for his adjudication in such a matter. I would be interested personally uh, to to find out the details of the case, seeing as she seemingly was transferred from one hospital to the next hospital to the next one. That looks a little strange. But I'm certain that there are reasons for it that have not yet necessarily been disclosed. 
We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Michigan Supreme Court has voted to require judges and court personnel to address a transgender gender identifying litigant or attorney with their preferred pronoun, including they if requested to do so by the person. The rule, which goes into effect January 1, 2024, also will allow judges to avoid pronouns and refer to someone by their role in the case, attorney or plaintiff, followed by a last name, because an individual's gender identity may not be readily discernible visually. The parties and attorneys may now be given the option of including their personal pronoun preferences in the captions of the initial court documents that come before a judge. The idea is to avoid the awkwardness of a judge having to ask a litigant or attorney about their gender identity and trying to determine how to address the individual. I believe it is perfectly within the realm of this court's authority to require judges who choose to use identifying pronouns to use those requested by the parties, just as Kyra Bolden wrote in her concurrence with the amendment to the Michigan court rules to allow the practice. The newly adopted amendment reads in part, courts must use the individual's name, the designated salutation or personal pronouns or other respectful means that is not inconsistent with the individual's designated salutation or personal pronouns when addressing to or identifying the party or attorney either orally or in writing. While Michigan is the first state to amend its court rules to expressly include such comprehensive protection for personal pronouns, history is made by being first, Justice Bolden wrote. We are sending a signal that all members of the public are entitled to inhabit public spaces on equal terms. Adopting this amendment makes Michigan courts more welcoming and inclusive for all. The court's action on September 27th was triggered by the receipt of a letter in 2022 from the left-leaning American Civil Liberties Union of Michigan and several other pro-LGBT organizations that were urging reform. The groups asked that the state's high court to change the way that the judicial system in Michigan interacts with transgender-identifying people. The ACLU letter started a month-long process that included the court taking written comments from citizens and holding a public hearing on the issue. Rules set by the state Supreme Court govern the practices of all lower courts in Michigan. The four justices voting for the amendment were Justices Richard Bernstein, Tyra Bolden, Megan Kavanaugh, and Elizabeth Welch, all Democrat nominees elected to the bench by voters on a statewide nonpartisan ballot. Justice Welch wrote in her opinion supporting the amendment that the use of preferred personal pronouns by judges and their staff would promote and enhance the perception of the court's impartiality and bolster public confidence in the justice system. She said of the amended rules, with changes in our society, our vocabulary also evolves. In order to be fair and impartial, courts 
as the face of the third branch of government, must conduct business in a way that does not give the appearance of misgendering individuals intentionally or otherwise. Addressing the frequently raised grammatical objection to the use of the plural pronoun they by individuals identifying with the non-binary gender, Justice Welch said that its use may require more intentionally intentionality and a bit of practice on the part of the older generation. While it may take some additional time for some to adjust to the change, society has navigated grammatical shifts many times through the centuries, she wrote, dealing with the possibility that a court record may be confusing if the underlying evidence identifies a party by one gender, but that that person prefers the use of a different pronoun in court proceedings. Justice Welch stated that the highest court in the land seems to have gotten by. In 1994, the United States Supreme Court avoided using gender pronouns and procedural labels for a transgender inmate who allegedly discrimination who alleged discrimination based on their gender status, she wrote. Recently, the Supreme Court also employed the pronoun she and her in the case of a biological male identifying as a woman according to Justice Welch. Rather than the amendment causing confusion in court records and legal documents, particularly those involving cases of sexual assault, Justice Bolden contended that it would actually help members of the LGBT community and those who are gender nonconforming by providing clarity to the court about their gender preferences. The requirements of the newly adopted amendment don't apply to the parties to a case, attorneys or witnesses, and don't force judges to use preferred pronouns. Justice Bolden stated in her concurrence, what this amendment does is require judges who are provided with pronouns identified by a party or attorney to refrain from using non-designated pronouns. In the event that some judges and court employees object to honoring a person's specified pronouns on the basis that they do not personally agree with the notion that someone can switch genders or be non-binary. Justice Welch said that the new rule allows for the use of their respectful gender-neutral means of address. To avoid the risk of misgendering someone and to be able to remain true to one's personal religious beliefs, a judge may address a party as Attorney Smith or Plaintiff Smith, she said. Republican-nominated Justice Brian Zara wrote in his dissent, that the rule will create problems and will only cause confusion within our courts. Occurrences of a court being requested to use a preferred pronoun, personal pronoun, that's inconsistent with the biological sex reflected on the litigant's birth certificate are decidedly rare, and the rule change is entirely unnecessary, he wrote. The first noted instance in our courts was in December 2021, when a court of appeals judge in People v. Gobrick wrote a concurring opinion in which he explained why he would not abide by a criminal to be referred to by the pronouns they and them, Justice Zara said. In joining Justice Zara's statement of dissent, Republican-nominated Justice David Vavino, Vavino identified the same court of appeals opinion as the catalyst for the ACLU's 2022 letter that led to the creation of the current amendment. Pro-LGBT advocacy groups have frequently cited that opinion as a result, as a reason that the reform of court proceedings is needed. 
Just as Zahara raised concerns about possible free speech and religious liberty infringements and noted that any inadvertent and repeated slip of the tongue by a judge could result in disciplinary action from the Judicial Tenure Commission, he contended that the new court rule presented an open invitation to abuse by litigants eager to gain any measure of control over their fight, injecting grammatical gymnastics, confusion, and distraction into legal proceedings may result in mistrials and cause trauma for victims in criminal trials. Justice Zahara said he said that the final draft of the amendment adopted by the Democrat majority of the justices provided no basis for the judge to ensure a clear record under circumstances when a private citizen involved in the proceeding refuses to acknowledge another's preferred personal pronoun. The result would be a record littered with inconsistent usage of pronouns to identify the same person, Justice Zahara said. The majority's good intentions on this matter will only impede the efficient administration of justice in our courts. The rule will lead to unnecessary confusion at trial and on appellate review. Vavinio wrote that the purpose of his dissent is to demonstrate the foolishness of judges taking any stance on this or other contentious political topic, especially when doing so is unnecessary. We should endeavor to remain neutral on pressing political topics and refrain from any policy positions on them, he wrote in his dissenting opinion. By taking sides in a political debate through adjudication and administration and thereby helping one party to achieve its political ends, the court will not earn the public's trust, nor should it, he said. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a congressional hearing sounded the, the alarm about the Chinese Communist Party using Mandarin language programs to spread communist ideology and grow its soft power in America's K-12 classrooms. Confucius Classroom, the K-12 version of Confucius Institutes and universities are language programs for which the CCP provides funding funding and controls curriculum and teacher vetted. Well, isn't that interesting? In August 2020, the State Department designated the CI program, D.C.-based headquarters, as a foreign mission of China based on its skewed Chinese language and cultural training for U.S. students as part of Beijing's multifaceted propaganda efforts and that the CI language programs were under guidance from the CCP's United Front Work Department, the leading agency in charge of influence operations. The CCP are not paying for these, for those that don't know what CCP is, it's the Chinese Communist Party. The CCP are not paying for these books because they want us to learn. Mike Gonzalez, a senior senior fellow at the Washington-based Heritage Foundation, said at the Tuesday hearing organized by the Subcommittee on Early Childhood Elementary and Secondary Education under the House Education Committee. In his view, 
The two nations are in an asymmetric information warfare in which the CCP takes advantage of Americans' open society. The CCP-backed language programs play an integral role in shaping American public opinion to not worry about the threat of the People's Republic of China, Mr. Gonzalez wrote, as early as 2015. We should learn Mandarin. I studied Mandarin myself and Japanese and Korean. This is not what this is about. This is about a foreign party, a communist party-run country that is trying to influence how we think and how we act, he added. Nicole Neely, president of Parents Defending Education, a parent activist group, urged lawmakers to create a law to mandate foreign investment disclosure in K-12 schools, a requirement currently applicable to higher education institutes only. She further recommended a minimum disclosure threshold of $10,000, much lower than the $250,000 required for colleges. A recent investigation by Ms. Neely's organization identified CCP-funding Chinese language teaching programs in at least 143 K-12 school districts in 34 states in the District of Columbia. In 2019, a Senate investigation reported Confucius classrooms in 519 schools in the United States. The same report said that Chinese language teachers under Confucius Institutes were required to report to the Chinese embassy within one month of arrival in the United States. And such controls on teachers were attempts to export Chinese censorship of political debate and prevent discussion of potentially politically sensitive topics. We deeply appreciate the House Education Committee's consideration of the issue of foreign funding in America's K-12 schools. This is absolutely not an attack on Chinese language and cultural programs, nor an attack on the Chinese people, but rather a plea for investigation and transparency. Ms. Neely said after the hearing. PDE discovered from a survey in June that 87% of parents said schools should be required to disclose money from foreign governments. Families deserve information about foreign funding in schools so they can determine whether such programs comport with their values. Such oversight is required at the university level, but not in K-12 schools which can hopefully be a point of agreement between the two parties going forward, she added. Her comments partly attempted to address criticism from Democratic lawmakers. Committee ranking member Republican Bobby Scott said the hearing wasn't a good use of time, 11 days before a potential government shutdown. Further, he accused committee Republicans of injecting divisive partisan politics in our children's classrooms and promoting conspiracy theories and dubious research. Subcommittee ranking member Republican Suzanne Bonmisi also said that her daughter studied Chinese in China, and she didn't worry a bit that the CCP's influence would turn her daughter into a communist or foreign agent. After the hearing, Mr. Gonzalez said, it was baffling to hear elected members of Congress carrying water for the CCP. 
calling its intrusion into the education of American students through Confucius Institutes and Classrooms alleged foreign interference. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. Amen? We want to thank him for such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning teachers nationwide are quitting their jobs at an alarming rate. Florida's Lee County School District is dealing with a major shortage with several teachers quitting after feeling financially undervalued and facing a lack of discipline among students. Stacy Sawyer is one of the many teachers choosing to cut ties with her 30-year career as an educator, arguing that students' behavior has gotten out of control since the pandemic. The behavior issues have gotten out of control from a lot of things. There are no subs for teachers, so they're having to work during their planning and take over other classes, Sawyer said doing an appearance on the Big Money Show. Those classes are getting inundated with more and more students. The district just puts more work on the teachers, and there is no extra pay. And I think the teachers are just, they're tired. Teacher tired is a whole different ballgame, and they've had enough. The teacher shortage is not unique to the state of Florida. Some students are finding themselves in classes without licensed teachers, while districts across the nation face shortages across the board, ranging from school nurses and psychologists to educators. Clark County School District, the largest in Nevada and the fifth largest in the United States, is also the district facing the most teacher vacancies in the state. Co-host Jackie DeAngelis, asked the former teacher what she believes would be an impactful solution, for, and for her, the answer was simple, higher pay. They need extra pay because otherwise it just seems like they're doing it all for nothing. They keep getting extra put on top of them. Do this, work an hour, work an extra hour after school, and work during your weekends and add more to it. Well, now I'm going to speak up for that because that is the truth. Teachers aren't just working at school. They're having to work on school when they are at home with their own family. I know because I have personally sat with a teacher who's a childhood friend of mine and helped her to grade stacks and stacks and stacks of tests, quizzes, and other such information so that That information could be placed in the computer so the students could get their grades on time. And, yes, students are out of control. They break out and fight spontaneously. And you can't say anything to them about their lack of proper hygiene or their inappropriate dress. And that includes um, not wearing proper underwear, not having proper undergarments on. There are many other things, but I'm, I'm not going to go into all of them. But that is the truth. 
This lady isn't making this up at all. So, and so the pay is not worth it anymore to some of these teachers, Sawyer said. They feel like they're being taken advantage of, and they are. And if you want to keep your teachers, especially your veteran teachers, your veteran teachers are going to be the ones that help you and that help the younger teachers. They need to be paid. And those younger teachers need to see that. Hey, the longer that I stay in the profession, I'm going to get paid more. In correlation to the teacher shortage, the U.S. education system is experienced multi-decade lows when it comes to student test scores. Sawyer explained that students who are giving minimal effort are being pushed along, allowing them to continue to underperform. She argues that teachers are doing the best they can, but parents need to make sure they're getting their kids to school. We are seeing our students being pushed along. So I've had students that have missed some 70-some days of school, and they still got pushed along. They were given a test at the end of the year and even given help on the test. And they passed the test, and they moved them along, she added. I'm not sure if the teachers can do anything about it. We try to make phone calls. We try to get them in the school. We're doing the best that we can, but we need parents' help also. Parents need to make sure that they're getting their kids to school, and they're not. Amen. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Former U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Clinton has suggested that supporters of the man who defeated her in the 2016 election, Donald Trump, need formal deprogramming. So she wants his mind washed. So Washington politicians can be set free from their intimidating extremism. So many of these extremists, those MAGA extremists, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. Now, this is the person who started that Russiagate foolishness, and it was shown to be a hoax. And she bleached her own emails to keep from getting caught in all the dirt she was doing. All right, let us remember that. Clinton said in an interview aired by CNN on Thursday, he's only in it for himself. And, well, who did she think she was in it for? And when do they break with him? At some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, C-U-L-T members, but something needs to happen. Yes, something's going to happen, all right, and it's coming from the throne of God. Clinton lamented that sane Republicans are too intimidated by Trump supporters to work with Democrats on solutions to America's problems, oftentimes saying do things which they know better than to say or do, she said of congressional Republicans. And it will require us defeating those most extreme measures and the people who promote them in order to try to get some common ground where people can, again, work together. 
Clinton undermined her 2016 campaign when she disparaged much of the U.S. electorate by telling political donors that half of Trump supporters belong in a basket of deplorables. For those who are racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, she apologized after her comments were publicly exposed the next day, saying that she had been grossly generalistic. Really? I don't think so. I think she said just what she meant. The previous year, she suggested that America needs to have camps for adults comment that critics used to suggest that she had totalitarian instincts, totalitarian instincts. The CNN interview featured echoes of those past gaps, with Clinton suggesting that supporters of Trump, the leading 2024 Republican presidential candidate, are bigotry-driven cultists. He and his very negative, nasty form of politics resonates with them, she said, as if hers wasn't nasty herself. In fact, she had holograms up during her campaign, and she wasn't even there at the event. It was projected from a computer. Isn't that cute? (laughs) I remember that night. Maybe they don't like migrants. Maybe they don't like gay people or black people or the women who got the promotion at work they didn't get. So now she's presuming what people think and believe. She hasn't got guts enough to stand up and hold a conversation with one, but she's going to presume what they think and believe. Clinton added that Trump's Make America Great Again slogan invited nostalgic voters to return to a place where people could be in charge of their lives, feel empowered, say what they want, insult whoever came in their way, just like she has done. Ironically, Bill Clinton used the same slogan while campaigning for president in 1992, then criticized the phrase as racist when Trump used it in 2016. After her husband's two terms as president, Hillary Clinton served as a senator from 2001 to 2009 and was Secretary of State under then-President Barack Obama. She said Washington politicians had partisan clashes in the past, but there wasn't this little tale of extremism wagging the dog of the Republican Party as it is today. Trump's grip on Republican voters will only be broken when President Joe Biden, the Democrat incumbent, that talks to uh, things that aren't there, walks off stages and other things, we won't go there, defeats him in 2024. Clinton said, it is like a cult. She needs to, seems to me she knows all about cults because she keeps telling us she does. And somebody has to break that momentum. Mm Mm-hmm. She said, adding, hopefully that will be the end and the fever will break and then Republicans can try to get back to fighting about issues among themselves, among themselves, and electing people who are at least responsible and accountable. But this is the person who erased, who bleached her own email. Uh Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. You know, when you listen, folks, you got to consider the source. You got to consider the source. 
Amen. I think this is interesting. She better be glad Pat Holiday isn't here. <laughs> Brother Marshall. Or the demons that control her might be glad that Pat Holiday's not here because the Holy Ghost that was in Pat Holiday and is with Pat Holiday even now and with all of us down here. Thank you, Father, for the spirit of adoption. We come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace. Help us all to remember to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and finisher of faith. Because he did that hanging on that tree for us because he knew that Marshall was so wicked that the only way I could be cleaned up is if he would pour out his own, his own holy, holy blood, the blood of the Creator God, to set me free from the spirits of selfishness and untimely judgment and all the other nasty spirits, Father, and spirits of ungodly fear and idolatry of every type. <clears throat> and Father, he said, if any man thinks he knows anything, he knows nothing yet as he ought to know. So, Father, we know your ways are much, much, much higher than our ways. And you know, Father God, you know what's all going on in all these different things. And there's a lot of chitter and chatter back and forth, Father God, trying to get people that are involved in this um, spiritual warfare, which is also a psychological warfare globally, Father God, to be distracted from fixing their eyes on Jesus, to think the devil's got power. <clears throat> He's called the God of this world. What does God mean? God means ruling magistrate. And he only is ruling if people allow him to rule over them by submitting themselves to him and his will. So, Father God, we turn away from the devil and we decide and we determine to submit ourselves to the Most High God, the Lord Jesus, Father, because Father God was in the Lord Jesus, reconciling the world unto himself when he hung there on that tree for the joy set before him, for the joy of seeing every one of us get down on our knees and repent of all sins, Father God, and look to Jesus because you're keeping us as the apple of your eye. All things are naked and open to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. So, Father, we thank you for keeping each of us. We thank you for the privilege of being raised up together with Christ Jesus, that we're seated in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. Yes, our bodies, our feet may be down here on the earth, which is why Jesus liked to wash the disciples' feet, maybe because we were not supposed to have anything to do with this world, because the love of this world is enmity with God. We make God our enemy if we love this world more than we love the Creator God. So, Father God, I repent and renounce every spirit of loving this present world, because we know it's passing away. We're all like a vapor. We're just here for a little while, and then we get to go home. We get to go home to our Long home, like it says in Ecclesiastes, our long home because we're going to be with Jesus forever. Father, to some people that are going to their long home prematurely, like this woman who died in Nevada because they didn't give her protection, Father God, 24 years old, when she decided to make that choice of of removing the baby from her womb because it wasn't convenient. So, Father God, we repent. I do. For me and all the children, big children, little children, for entertaining spirits of stinking thinking, spirits of presumption, spirits of thinking we know better than the Creator of God. Well, I didn't want this child. Well, maybe you're not God. There's a lot of wonderful people that came into this world, even though their mothers were raped or their mothers had an, un, an out-of-wedlock conception, Father God. And we know, Father God, you love every human being created in your image because you made of all men one blood. One blood, one blood. You made us in the image of God. 
In the image of God made he man, male and female, not five different genders or more. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for your adjudication concerning this issue with this woman who passed, Father God, and those that are standing up for getting other women that are considering making these choices. A family member who considered making a similar choice. She was encouraged by her peers because it would be better for her to get rid of this unplanned pregnancy than to uh, carry it to... But it's been the best thing that ever happened. She loves her child, and she that child is growing wonderfully. But that child is a work in progress, just like we all are. So, Father God, we thank you. Do you care for every human being? And some of us need to have the dignity, like that healthcare institute is supposed to be called, the dignity to respect the life that you put here, Father God, even the ones that appear in their womb and they're not expecting it, Father God. We ask you to protect those women. We ask for your divine help and adjudication, even as we come before you throne of grace in agreement, according to Psalm 133, even according to Matthew 18, 8, 18 to 20, in Jesus' name. Because you said, Jesus, where two of you are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst, because of the blood of the covenant. Jesus is there. It's the blood. It's the blood of Jesus that covers us. It's the blood of Jesus. We overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. And we don't love our natural lives as much as we love the one who loves us perfectly. So, Father, we ask for your divine help, Father God, and you'll help all those women, Father God, to be protected by this so-called FDA that's supposed to give regulations, Father God, to protect people from drugs, and other things that are supposed to be for their benefit, supposedly for their benefit, Father God, and that they'll be able to make at least logical choices. We bind that spirit of confusion. We bind the spirits behind peer pressure. Bind the spirits behind lust of flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life. Every perverse spirit, Satan, you're bound to mind-controlling spirit, and everyone in real underlings, you're bound. Every spirit of Asmus, Osmus, Incubus, Succubus, all marine spirits are bound. Every spirit of lust of the flesh are bound in Jesus' name. We cancel their assignment to all those trying to make decisions, Father God, about what to do, about who to sleep with, who not to sleep with. Should they really get married first? Is that important? Why is that important? Who does it matter to? Does it matter to um, their family? Maybe their family doesn't care. Maybe their family cares, but they don't want to care about what their family thinks about because they're smarter because they're young and they know everything. And their family are old-fashioned. And now there was a new, the new trend brought in by the Beatles and all those other groups that came in to bring in the, the revolution, uh, the free sex, free love. Well, it's not real love. It's free lust. It's free cut up a perversion. Father God, we ask you to deliver all those from every spirit of stinking thinking, trying to control people's minds and decisions, Father God, in Jesus. Because you said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. And you said, all of my children shall be taught the Lord, and the great shall be the peace of my children over in, in Isaiah 54. 13. So we ask you to teach all the children. And we bind you, Satan. We bind every, you, the so-called strong man, all the little underlings are bound. Every spirit trying to control the children through peer pressure and all the things from all the social media sites and, and the movies and the games and every other thing to control people to say, well, it's okay because I saw it on the computer game. It's okay because they're doing it at school. It's okay because my doormate did it in college. It's okay, so I can do it too. Those that compare themselves among themselves are not wise, it says in your word. So, Father, grant them your wisdom by your word. You said, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And you told us to flee from fornication. I think that's in Thessalonians 4 something. First Thessalonians 4, maybe. Anyway, Father God, we ask you to help the people, the children, to know what's best to do 
for them because if we do things that are pleasing to you, we know it's it'll keep us. Keep us from making horrendous mistakes, Father God, in Jesus' name. Request adjudication in every one of these areas, including the the Michigan situation, the Supreme Court of Michigan that, that's kinda of trying to go along with the binary, non binary business and all the pronoun business pronouns and uh they're trying to clarify things by bringing in confusion. Father, we bind that spirit of confusion because you're not the author of confusion, but of pieces and all the churches of the saints. Well, these people may not be in one of the churches of the saints. Maybe in the, maybe the Church of Satan or the Unitarian Universalist or something. Everything goes along, that gets along, goes along. Father God, we bind that spirit of, of every occultic spirit that Hillary is closing everybody up, of being involved with cults, Father God. This new cult, Father God, to bring in inclusivity to call evil good and good evil father god and we thank you father god for the the justice father god that gave his uh, dissenting opinion viverana father god we know they're all doing what they think is right and some of them may be closer to your mind and your heart but father we ask to deliver all those in the judiciary from every spirit of being manipulated and controlled by different political interests, Father God, have nothing to do with the rule of law. And we thank you for that, Father God. And we ask for your clarity, Father God, in these issues, that your arm's not too short to save, because you made Jesus the ruler of this world, and he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We ask for your divine help and adjudication in every one of these areas, Father, in Jesus' name. Even as you said in Isaiah, where is that, Lord? Isaiah 9. Starting verse 5. For every battle of the war is with confused noise and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fire. See, the blood and the fire, they kind of go together here. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful. That also means Pele or Secret. Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace of the increase of his government and shalom and peace. There shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Thank you for your zeal, Lord Jesus. Your zeal for each and every one that's coming into the body of Christ, even the backsliders, those that have joined themselves unto the Lord, and they, they didn't understand what they were doing, Father God. But they said, oh, well, now this looks pretty nice over here. I'm going to run over there. So, Father God, help us to be true to our king who's purchased us with his own blood, walking in love with the people that need, their, need to know your love, Father God, being able to demonstrate your love, not just general inclusivity, including everybody in. Pat Holiday loved the homosexual people. She loved the people, but she didn't love the homosexual practice because she knew that could keep them out of heaven, Father God. But she loved the people, and we love every human being. Help us to show your love in the way you want, Father God, but not making them think that, uh, you know, we can continue in sin and still make heaven, Father God. You said uh, we're supposed to change from glory to glory as we listen to your word and as we hear your word because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. And Jesus said, if you love me, You'll keep my commandments. So help those, Father God, including the judiciary, to, to, in not just in Michigan, every area of every nation, Father God, to do what's pleasing in your sight. And those making decisions about what the CCP is to bring into this nation, Father God, in their language program to spread communist ideology and grow, grow what's 
soft power even in ages K to 12 with the Confucius classroom, Father God. We, we, we ask you, Father God, to deliver all the children from these mind-bending and mind-blinding programs sent to uh, change people's opinions of what's right and wrong, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for the people that are standing up, Father God, trying to bring in a new threshold, even for the, even for the K, uh, kindergarten to 12th grade um, schools, Father God, with a new threshold of $10,000 instead of a quarter of a million. And we thank you for that, Father God. We thank you for Ms. Neal's organization trying to identify what's being done, Father God. And all the people trying to sweep it under the rug. Say, oh, this, this is not important. We're just about to defund the, the, the whole nation. Well, why is that going on? Because the uh, Democrat-controlled previous Speaker of the House uh, was not doing what he said he was going to do. And was that by plan? That was by plan, perhaps. I don't know. The plan of somebody, Satan's plan. So, Father, we ask you to hear him. Hear all that needs to be done. And help us, Father God. You said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Well, we're all whosoever, and we take the cup of salvation. We call upon your name for all the children in every area, every classroom setting. Not just those that are studying Chinese. I think it's a wonderful thing if they want to study Chinese. But they'll be able to make decisions, Father God, based on your word and your perspective, Father God, not mind control spirits, Father God. And we ask you, Father God, those that are controlled agents for the CCP in this nation, in the political realm, in the government, the corporations, part of the fascist regime, Father God, that they will be brought to justice, Father God, in your swift time, in your way, and in your time, in your judgment, Father God. And help the teachers, Father God, not just in Florida, every teacher in every area, Father God, all the different teachers, the public schools, you know, even in the, in the more independent schools, Father, as well, to be able to recognize for the importance that they have in their children's lives, Father God, to not just bring the children along, get them along, take a test, Help them with the test. Help them to pass the test so they can just get them out of here. Even though they, they, they may graduate from 12th grade, but they can't even read at fifth grade level. So, Father God, we ask you to, for your divine help, not to control people artificially, Father God, but to help the teachers to get the help that they need, Father God, and not to be controlled from above by the different agendas, Father God, to bring in confusion and perversion into the schools, Father God, and help the teachers to have the time to do the work they need to do to actually help their students, Father God, to actually be able to show what their zeal and their enthusiasm for their for their material. Because sometimes teachers can have a great influence on students in a positive way, Father God, if they actually have a real love for whatever subject they're teaching. And they want to convey that love and that passion for whatever it is they're trying to share, Father God. But that can be waxed, very, very sucked away from them, Father God, if they didn't even have time to grade their papers or do any other things, and they have to use your own personal time, Father God, and they're not being paid for it. We ask for your proper help, Father God. Not just they just get paid enough, because the money system may be changing anyway, but not just that they get paid enough, Father God, but they be honored for, the, for their position, Father God, and they be only the teachers you want, Father God, and not just put in because somebody says, oh, yeah, this, this person meets these standards. Whose standards are they? Are they standards that you want, Father God? We ask for your divine help and intervention in every one of these things, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, because you said if two of you on earth agree touching anything you ask, it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. We thank you for your divine help and adjudication in every single one of these situations, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we give you praise and honor and glory, Father, 
in Jesus' name for what you're doing. And those people that Father having a different agenda, Satan, you're bound all your underlings are bound in Jesus' name because of the bloody covenant. In Jesus' name because of the bloody covenant. And those people that are part of this uh, psychological warfare agenda, which seems to be distracting people from just fixing their eyes on Jesus and listening to that still small voice, oh, this is the way, walk ye in it. So you know how to deal with them, Father God. And I have a feeling it's coming very, very soon. Jesus is going to be appearing as a, as a flash of lightning coming from east to west. We all need to be ready for his soon return. And we need to be ready. Pray and watch under prayer. Watch under prayer. Keep saying in your word, even in, in Mark, Father God. But it says in Psalm 68, let God arise that his enemies be scattered. Who are his enemies? Those that make Satan their head instead of God, the creator God. Let God arise that his enemies be scattered, including those of the, the Hillary propaganda machine, Father God. Let their enemies be scattered. Speak confusion, division, the enemies camp. Confusion, division. All the witchcraft spirits sent against everyone. All the mind control spirits are eternally stumbled. <clears throat> Heads of spirits intention. Do those spirits intend to us. Render to our neighbors. Stumbled into their bosom. They reproach the way they reproach the Lord. Including all the witches, warlocks, and all those serving Satan with all their heart. Every mind control spirit returnally simple. And his spirit's intention. Do those spirits intend to do, to do to us in Jesus' name. We speak blindness to us. I mean, mutinous to us. I mean, only hear what Jesus wants to hear pertaining to each and every one of us. Yes, Lord, let God, the true God, creator God, arise. Let his enemies be scattered. And you know your enemies are, Lord. Let them also that hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melted before the fire, so that the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Let them exceedingly rejoice. And we thank you, Father God. As we're your children, we hold fast to rejoicing as a hope, firm unto the day, firm unto the end, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for daily loading us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Thank you, Father God, for your divine help for all these all these children, big children, little children, Father God, that are being being jerked around. Those, especially at this time of the year, Father God, when people are looking into a different kind of holiday, a very dark holiday, Father God. And we thank you for the many people that are standing for the truth. Hillary Clinton may want to call them uh, names that don't quite align with her God, Father God, the God that she serves, Father God, the God that she thinks is okay to get drunk and go down to um, South America, wherever it was, and to, to uh, go to see the, 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 what is it, the angel or whatever, no, what do they call it, the, uh, the goddess in the sea or whatever. Father God, we know that she serves a very different God. We'll cut up about that. We bind all those marine spirits in Jesus' name. We dry up their water. Asmodus, Asmodus, Incubus, Sacrifice, every perverse spirit bound in the gate, coming against all the children, and all those being cast forth are returned back on the heads of spirits that come against all the children. Return to center, return to center, not just coming from the CCP's propaganda machine, coming from the witches, the warlocks, those in the government, those in the uh, uh, official public school narrative uh, uh, regime that are trying to cause people to have sexual confusion, and, and even now, now in the judiciary in Michigan and elsewhere. Father God, we ask you to deliver all those that can be delivered, and we thank you for doing so, and we give you praise and honor and glory for what you have done, are doing, and going to do, Father, in Jesus' name. And Lord, those have an agenda to harm your children, let them be confounded and put to shame, as it says in Psalm 35, Psalm 35, beginning at verse 4, that seek after the souls of all your saints, Father God, and those that will be your saints. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that defies the hurt of any one of your children. Let them be 
be as chaff before the wind. Let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery. Let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause have they hid from me their net in a pit, which without cause they dig for my soul. Let destruction come upon him as unawares, and let his net, which he has hid, catch himself into that very destruction's fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall, be, it shall rejoice in his salvation. And all my bones shall say, Lord, who is like unto thee, which delivers the poor from him that is too strong for him. Yea, the poor and the needy from him that spoileth him. Those people that are working two jobs, well, they can't afford to take their kids out of public school. They know it's not best for them, but what are they going to do? Father, we ask you to send people to help them. Their grandparents, their others, Father God, aunts and uncles that have some education standards, Father God. Those people that have independent uh, uh, homeschooling groups, Father God, they can help people to homeschool, Father God. And there are opportunities in many, many areas, Father God, at least in the United States. And we ask you to protect those from being discriminated against by their local state governments, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father God, for overturning the false witnesses, every spirit of Kunabakatad, every line and deceiving spirit, not just from Hillary, all the spirits behind the propaganda, every spirit of Kunabakatad, of lying, every one of Satan's lying spirits sent forth into the earth are eternally several his spirits descended to those spirits intended us. In Jesus, in Jesus' name, Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound. Every ungodly spirit named or not named, seeking to kill, steal, and destroy, coming against all the children, including those uh, children that are in the womb, that their parent or their mother doesn't know that it might be better not to take a, uh, a, 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 a night after abortion pill, Father God. Father God, those people, we ask you to grant the Holy, send the Holy Spirit to bring conviction to those women, Father God. Those people, those women, some of them, that they hear the little... Uh, the, the silent scream video, Father God, of the of the baby in the uterus, Father God, but, but just screaming when the uh, when the abortion uh, agent b- begins, Father God, because Father God, you you created us in the womb, and you didn't make any jokes. John the Baptist, John the Baptist leaped, oh, kind of upset that, and he was not born yet. He he leaped when 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 um, in in his mother's womb when Mary walked in with Jesus in her womb, Father God, because there's a connection in the Spirit. And we ask that your connections, the right connections be made, Father God, in the realm that need to be made, Father God, in Jesus' name. And you have plans for many people that are in the womb. And we thank you for people like Jeffrey Prather, who speaks the truth as best he knows how, Father God, he may not be completely the way Pat Holiday would agree with, Father God. He seems to like to call Jesus Yeshua, Father God. But we forgive him. We forgive all those that actually seem to have a real heart for Jesus, Father God. And he was brought into this world by rape, Father God. And you use him mightily, Father God, to speak the truth as best he knows how. And we forgive him.